Welcome to All Ears, the official podcast of the Cedar Rapids Colonels, presented by Miracle Ear. I'm your host and voice of the Colonels, Calvin Cristoforo. On the podcast, you'll hear from past and present Cedar Rapids baseball influencers, including players, managers, executives, insiders, and more. Season 3, Episode 7 of the Colonel Zellier Podcast from inside the beautiful new annex at Veterans Memorial Stadium. Calvin Cristoforo joined by Colonel's video coordinator, Jeremy Miranda, for Season 3, Episode 7. Jeremy, thanks for taking the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Calvin. A lot of fans come to the stadium. They pick up one of these, a prop roster, and they look at it and say, okay, manager, I know what that means. Pitching coach, I know what that means. Pitching coach, got that. Hitting coach, yeah. Development coach, I guess it means they develop. Athletic trainer, yes. Strength and conditioning, I don't strength or condition, but I know who that what that is. Athletic trainer, clubhouse manager, I would assume manages the clubhouse. But then it says video coordinator, Jeremy Miranda. Yeah. What is that? It's a big question to ask because <laughs> it could be just about anything. Um, so kind of to start with, I do obviously video. It's um, <laughs> <That's> fair. <laughs> Got to start somewhere, right? So do video, obviously set up seven angles, all in different spots, kind of just catching whatever we're looking for in those moments. Um, and then it kind of just expands from there. So then it's a little bit of advance work. It's, you know, more video for guys to watch, different things like that. Okay, let's start with your video and your camera setups because fans might see you walking around the ballpark before or after games, picking up or putting down cameras. You said you got seven of them. Where do you place them and why do you place them in those positions? So the first and foremost, the most important one was center field. Um, that's just to get the pitcher, hitter, and catcher. Um, so then from there we go high home, which gives you a look out of over the entire field. So you can kind of see that one's mainly for defensive work. Um, then you have two pitcher sides, one for left-handed pitcher, one for right-handed pitcher. It's kind of the same thing, same concept as the high home one. It's really just to focus in on pitcher mechanics and hitter mechanics. Then we have the low home angle, which is to help us, it helps understand our pitcher's stride direction, but then we can also use it for pitch movements as well. So there's seven different cameras. There's one game going on. The game's two and a half hours. There's no way that you can watch seven cameras at the same time. I don't know if that's what you're doing during the game, but there's also no way that you're going to spend two hours watching a game on every single camera. So how do you decide what camera you're going to use for a specific thing, and how do you use that to help players get better? So we actually have a program we use called BATS, and essentially what I do is I create clips on every single pitch, and so then rather than having a continuous two and a half hours, it's 15 to 20, 20 seconds per clip, and then you can go through and you can pick what angle you want to look at. So do you have to do that in like real time, like clip it and then title it in real time, or does it title it itself, or how does that work? So you do, you kind of do to actually title it. So you have to like, so I'll be sitting, I sit in my office, chart during the game, and watching the feed, and so then if it's a swing and a miss, there's like a button that you can click, and it says swing and miss, or it says okay. S. And so then when you go in and you go to watch the video the next day, when you click on it, it'll be an S, and it'll be literally a guy swinging and missing at something. So you must have to put, like, the guys listed in the lineup mm -hmm. so the program knows, okay, Tanner Schobel is hitting second today. He is now batting, and then this is the thing. So it comes up Schobel, S, second inning, whatever it is. Yep, exactly. That makes a lot of sense because it makes it much easier that way to go through and be like, okay, I know I want to see this from multiple angles. Now I... I have that right away. Yep. Okay, so we got the camera portion down. We got the portion where you can watch your videos, clip your videos, and do, do data that way. 
But you said that was only one facet. Yes. What comes next? So next, it's usually kind of depends on the day, but next is usually we're getting video out to guys. Um, the big one is for the starting pitchers and relievers we're going to see during a Caesar series. You find two clips on each pitch the guys throws of, like a, of a hitter taking the pitch. Then that way guys in the dugout can see shapes of those pitch. Okay, so if you're facing, let's say, Peoria, you have Peoria's starting lineup or pitching rotation for the upcoming week. You go to pitcher X and you go to the clips that the another team's video coordinator made? Yeah, so no, actually it'll be what I make. Um, it is We use an app called Game Plan and that's where we send all of our video into. And then that's where guys can go in and they can literally, they'll click on, they can click on one of the folders and it'll have that header, that pitcher's entire thing. So it's kind of a thing where every video coordinator has to submit their video to this one database so all the other teams have it? No, actually they don't. It's it's kind of individualized. Some teams use it, some teams don't. It really just depends on what that team is trying to do with it. So do you, when you look for a team, have you ever found something where we don't have video of Guy X to use? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's been, especially this year, because um, a lot of these, a lot of good amount of pitchers we faced have either been high school arms who were sent right here, or college arms who didn't really pitch last year. Um, and so then, then you gotta go. Then you're scrounging the internet for it. Essentially, it's the that's the uh, the not so fun side of the job. is important to living life to the fullest. That's why inside every Miracle Ear store, you'll find better laughs at family barbecues. You'll find a better life is in store at Miracle Ear when you experience the Miracle Ear exclusive advantage. It starts with our free hearing assessment, plus innovative products that will fit your needs and budget. With free service and adjustments for life, call 319-243-7105 to schedule a free hearing evaluation and find a better life in store. Our local Miracle Ear team is proud to support the Cedar Rapids Colonels. Group outings are a great way to unwind and enjoy a night out, and we invite you to reach out to our group sales staff and see all the options we have. Everybody, everybody, everybody knows when you're at the game, the good times roll. Hey, hey, Colonels, let the good times roll. Cedar Rapids Colonels, let the good times roll. Calvin Christopher with Colonel's video coordinator Jeremy Miranda talking about his job as the video coordinator for the Cedar Rapids Colonels on Season 3, Episode 7 of the Colonel's All Air Podcast, as always pre presented to you by Miracle Ear. And Jeremy, here's the thing. This stuff seems foreign to a lot of baseball fans, a lot of listeners. How new is what you're doing, even in Cedar Rapids? How new is this job and all this video work here? So, oof. That's a good question. Um, so we've been, this is actually, it's not, ex it's been going on for a while, but it's been kind of, it's had like different department names. It hasn't been video. It's gone from like, I think it was like advanced something to then video to then now it's just technology. Um, but we've had, I believe the first coordinator, video coordinator we had in Cedar Rapids was 20, I want to say 2018, okay. 2019, somewhere in there. Um, it's been, it's only been about four or five years. Um, and it started off as it would just be fellows and they would kind of just, they would go to spring training and then they would go and they'd break off with their team. So we have a coordinator at every single level. 
that's very interesting. And even since then, in 2017, 2018 is not too long ago, but how has that position developed, you think, to what it is today? Because in 2018, 2017, were they putting out all these cameras like you're doing and stuff like that? Uh, to a certain extent. I don't. It was probably not seven all at the same time. It was probably like three or four, just kind of depending. But I don't... It was definitely not as streamlined as it is now. Uh, I couldn't imagine how they had to go through and do it before because, you know, as years have gone on, everything that we use has just progressively gotten better and gotten much easier to work with. So you're the one that gets all the video, all the data in, but there's also different cameras, specific brands like TrackMan is one of them, Hawkeye is one of them. Mm -hmm. How do you use that in your your job? So here we use, uh, we have a TrackMan Stadium unit, which is used for in-games, for used for in-games, and then we have a TrackMan Mobile unit, which we use for bullpens, and then sometimes when we have on-field BP as well. So if, if I'm, you know, a casual baseball viewer, what is TrackMan and how does it help players to get better? So TrackMan is essentially just a mode of data collection. Um, it's, it's like a high-speed camera slash radar that will pick up, pick up spin, pick up movement, and then, you know, that's just for pit, the pitching side of it. And then when the ball's put in play, it picks up exit angle, distance, exit velo, different things like that. How does it track that? That's so crazy. They could say, one camera can say, okay, this ball is going to go X amount of feet. And they're hit so fast. I mean, it's hit 100 miles an hour. So this camera must be pretty high speed to be able to pick that up. Yeah, absolutely. It is it is kind of wild, and it's something that I still don't fully understand how exactly it works. I know that there's a lot that goes into it, and I know that there are a lot of small things that get tweaked all the time in terms of making sure things are working right and different things like that. But the moral of the story is technology in baseball is here and it's continuing to grow. I mean, how have you seen in your time here with the Colonels over four technology develop into what it has started to become in, in the sport of baseball? I mean, I think you can just kind of look at it. I mean, just a couple years ago, I mean, like you didn't have these all these different things when you would go to, you know, minor league stadiums. You walk into a minor league stadium, especially like a triple A stadium now, I mean, they've got... 10 different cameras all doing different things they've got hawkeye they've got trackman it really just depends on where you go the usually the higher higher up the level you go the more you'll see you keep mentioning i mentioned i brought up hawkeye and trackman we've been talking trackman but what's the is there a difference between the two why is one used over the other is it the same essential concept it's the same as yeah it's the same essential concept hawkeye does a little bit more because it does player tracking okay um so it kind of helps it gives it gives us an idea of what how guys are moving on the field and where guys. So when a ball is put in play, it'll literally it shows you there's like this little dotted line or a solid line of where each fielder runs to on those specific plays. And how does it do that? <laughs> that is a question way above my pay grade, and I I don't know if I would be able to ever figure it out. Well, I know in professional football now they're using like chips in the shoulder pads so they know where to track. Mm-hmm. None of that's happening no. in baseball, is it? Mm-mm. Do you think that's something that could go and happen down the line? Oh, absolutely. There are certain, there are kind of things that they use that aren't exactly tracking in terms of player movement, but there is a company that's, I believe it's called Catapult Sports. They do, they do a lot of motion capture stuff. Um, so a lot of guys will wear it when they're when they're doing taking swings or when they're throwing bullpen sessions just to get a better idea of how the body is moving. And all these special and high-tech things produce often special and high-tech stats, like stats people have never heard of, like, you know, batting average. It's easy. Number of at-bats, 
you know, hits divided by number at bats, right? On base percentage times at home plate times on base, right? Stuff like that. Home runs, one, two, three, four, runs batted in, runs. But now there's some of these stats like WUBA and WRC Plus and where are some of these stats coming from, and do you think that's a part of the new technology that's being added to the game? I think that kind of more so comes from people expanding their knowledge and trying to better and trying to better find stats that help guys look better almost. Because sometimes batting average just doesn't do it for guys. Um, you know, guys, there's guys that go out there that will hit 30, 40 homers, but they're not going up there and hitting singles all over the place and, you know, stuff like that. So then in that case, you have ISO, you know, that helps understand that, like, all right, this guy – He's got a ton of pop, and so you got to help me out here. You can't just be through what you got to explain. What ISO is now. So ISO is I, to put it as simply as I can. Please do. Please is, do. As is <laughs> is a measurement of of a guy's power. So anything more than a any we're basically looking at guys that don't hit singles, okay. doubles, triples, homers. That's what we like. That's what we want. <laughs> A lot of people like that. Uh, Galvin Cristoforo, Colonel's video coordinator, Jeremy Miranda, talking some baseball technology. Jeremy, the video coordinator for the Colonels. All things tech. I mean, you look around this office. I mean, there's iPads galore. There's like eight screens. One that, you know, just playing ESPN, but the other ones I'm sure you're working on. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Why do you need all these different screens going at the same time? What does – you don't need to go down the line, but like essentially like – what different things do you have on different screens during a game? So during the game, the main screen I have is the is the uh, program that we use to chart. So we'll have that going. And that's what we talked about earlier. That is the one. Yep, okay. exactly. And then usually the other one I'll have is the Trackman dashboard. Yep. Because then that way, in that same charting program that I was talking about, that's I can input velo, I can put input pitch type. So then when so then you can those are all things you can see when you're in there. And that's the. The Trackman database we talked about, but that's the live coming at you, like fastball yep. 95 mm-hmm. exactly. right away. Yep. Okay. And it comes right in on the dashboard. I use the dashboard, look at it, and then I just go, okay, boom, it was fastball here at 95. And that's okay. And we go from there. And then the other one I have is just the live feed. Which is what? the live, Oh, the live feed of the Colonels game, obviously. Oh, that's the best one. <laughs> that's the best one. I'm glad you're, I got a fan down there. Uh, video coordinator room here in the annex of so the beautiful new annex you get a beautiful new office i mean this is a very spacious thing for you to spread out and oh, do absolutely do all your work it's fantastic i love it so where do you think all this is going like we've talked about how it's expanded how do you think this high-tech baseball technology is going to continue to evolve down the line i think things will just continue to be added there are tons of companies out there that are you know adding different things and there's always different research going on trying to find the best thing that helps guys the most and it's it'll it'll always just continue to expand do you have any ideas on where it's going do you think you're gonna be walking around next year with nine cameras instead of seven (laughs) there is a there's a there is a possibility it all it all depends on what's as an organization you find that is found important so if there's if there's something specific that we think that we can use that'll help these guys get better and help produce major leaguers, then that's what we're going to do. Well, how do you use, I mean, obviously all this will help players develop, but how do you kind of, I, I want to not say tell them, but like tr- explain to them all of this high-tech stuff to get them to be like, okay, I see this on a computer. How do you translate that to, okay, I see this on the computer, now I can use this to improve my game on the field? It's... It's probably one of the tougher things that we deal with, especially on like the coaches' side as well. Um, trying to get it's it's something that you kind of got to go into slow, especially some a lot of these guys 
that come straight out of high school or like if they're a little bit smaller colleges, they don't have access to a lot of these things. Whereas like you see like guys from bigger programs come in and they're kind of used to like all the video and all these different things. And they're like, oh yeah, I kind of understand that. I know what I'm doing there and know what I'm doing with that. Um, but it's just a really good way to give guys feedback. Um, understanding like, so like, especially like in cage work and on the field, when we're really trying to help guys get better and better their game. And then they see, they take a really good swing and you can immediately look up and be like, all right, I really did take a really good swing. And it's like, sweet, that felt really nice. And all of this stuff, you mentioned cage work. So it's not just the video of the game that's being recorded to translate. You're videoing even their batting practice sessions in here? Yes. Every once in a while, yeah, we'll do a little bit of cage work with the uh, using the TrackMan mobile, helping guys get feedback. We also, every once in a while, we'll have a rap soda laying around, which is does something very similar to what TrackMan does as well. I was going to well. say, you had a, what's a rap soda? It sounds like a music album. <laughs> <laughs> not a very good one, but yeah. Uh, rap soda is very similar to what TrackMan mobile okay. does. Picks up the picks up the same exact numbers, just does it a little bit differently. Instead of having to set it up on a tripod, you just can lay it down on the ground and tell it to go collect data. So the players will try to learn and develop because they're busy guys. They're in the cages all the time. How do they find time to, I don't know, if they come in here or you go to them saying, like, okay, look at this, and this is how we need you to fix skill X. Yeah. Well, so the perks of all these different things is they all basically run on iPads. Okay. So you just you leave a you turn it on you let it run you leave it in the cage and guys can literally they'll be standing out there they'll take a swing they'll turn around they'll look at the iPad and be like oh okay ninety five off the bat that's pretty good. Stay connected with the Cedar Rapids Colonels all year long by following the Colonels on social media. Catch up with the Colonels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CR Colonel. Calvin Christopher, Colonel's video coordinator Jeremy Miranda, in his office in the brand new annex here at Veterans Memorial Stadium, where you do not watch the games live to do this work. You watch it down in your office. One of the things that you touched on a little bit, and I want to get back into, is you mentioned it'll be up to the organization and what they value going forward. How many people in the organization are doing this video high-tech stat collecting stuff? So in this organization we have we have the twins that is yes yeah. yeah so in this organization we have two big league video guys we have a video guy in St two two in St Paul one in Wichita one here one in Fort Myers and then at the complex down in Fort Myers we also have we have two other guys and then three uh, fellows as well do you feel like all the teams in the major leagues are kind of pushing this envelope to try to be like okay we're going to the baseball of the future we're going to try to do stat X better that no one's ever heard of using these high-tech... Do you think everyone's going in that direction, or are some teams way ahead and some teams are way behind, or do you think everyone's kind of all in the same playing field when it comes to that stuff? Oh, no, I think there's definitely teams that are ahead and there's teams that are behind. I think there's some some aspects of it is, like, trying to figure out where you want to go and how you want to do it exactly. Um, we kind of had here in the Twins, there was a really good groundwork of where we wanted to go and how we wanted to move forward in terms of what we wanted to do and kind of what the t we wanted the department to look like. So when you do your job successfully, is that like I told player X to do this and it happened? It, do you feel do you get any gratification of like okay I, sh I got this video I determined something and then they went out and did that on the field? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's one of the biggest things is that with 
what I do in this job, it's kind of almost you wait till the end of the year to figure it out. Because um, a lot of the time, especially these guys right now, they're just trying to get better, just trying to move up, get them, trying to get them to that next level, get them closer to the big leagues. And so it's kind of like you look back at it at the end of the year and you look through and you go, oh, okay. So we saw this guy kind of struggle at the beginning of the year, which happens, and then as towards the end of the year, you figured it out and then just kind of finished off really well. So that's interesting. This is something that you will continue to work on in the off season when you are figuring out things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like when when our season's done, it's straight to instructs. So I want to get into that now. Okay, season ends. What do you do next? Would I go? I will go down to Florida, and I will go down for instructs. Um, and kind of the same thing I'm doing here. We'll do the same thing down there, just on a little bit of bigger scale with kind of more draft guys. What are if you can just explain to us what instructs are? It's like it's an extended. It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually never been asked that question. Well, now you have. Uh, it's like it's kind of like almost spring training. It's just a little bit extra work guys can come and get. Okay, and it's not a mandatory thing. No. Okay, but do a lot of people, regardless of level, go down there? Uh, depending on like usually like guys in those lower levels and recently drafted guys will go down there. So like Byron Buxton is not going to show up. No, Byron Buxton <laughs> is definitely not showing up. And that's just another thing where you're going to be able to get all this data. Provide more. Okay, so instructs go six weeks, you mentioned, right? Yes. And then then what? Then after that, then we are off for okay. a while. Okay. Get a nice little break because the baseball season is just an absolute grind sometimes. <laughs> Absolutely. Playing every day, six games a week here in the minor leagues. And in Cedar Rapids where the Colonels are finishing up the first half of the season. First half champs will be in the postseason. Colonels video coordinator Jerry Miranda on the Colonels LA podcast season three, episode seven. Wrapping up here, presented as always by Miracle Air. Just out of curiosity, what is your favorite advanced stat that I don't know? It's a good. Mm, I think I'd probably have to go FIP. I think that's. I think that's one a lot of people have. And that's the watch that tracks your. Uh, oh, that's Fitbit. Yeah, Fit. Uh, okay. Short for Fitbit. Yeah. <laughs> no, FIP fielding independent pitcher. Okay. Um, it's basically a way to gauge how well a pitcher is doing essentially on his own. The only thing it takes into account are home runs, walks, and strikeouts. That's it. That's a simple stat. Yeah, it is, but it's a great one because it's. Personally, I think it's much better than using ERA to describe how well a guy's doing. Why does that? Well, but if a pitcher's giving up a bunch of singles, they're still they're still hits. So yeah, I, absolutely. But singles don't necessarily turn into runs automatically. Home runs do. That's fair. That is fair. What about ground rule doubles? That's fielding independent pitching. Yeah. No, not quite. Almost. Well, Dude. Fielding independent ballpark. <laughs> but you can say that's the same thing about home runs. True. 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 It's just it's a nice way to look at it and be and be able to look at a guy and be like, all right. So he doesn't walk anybody. He's striking out a lot of people. and He doesn't give up home runs. That's exactly what you want. It's so a good bet. It's a good benchmark to have. Okay, that's your favorite pitching stat. Now I have to ask you about the hitting side. What's your favorite offensive metric? That is a brand new, new school baseball. The uh, in quote nerds are loving these days that you enjoy. I like ISO. Okay, I like that's it's, like it's like when you and I go to the basketball court. Yeah, one on one, nobody around. We'll just see what happens. And it's kind of it's funny you say that. It's kind of similar to that, you know. Okay. Because you're looking at it basically where what your guy does most of his word guys doing all of his damage. So it's it's always it's always fun to see because it's not always just pitches down the middle. So what what exactly is it? ISO then. It's it's a it's a measurement of a measurement of power. So you know you're hitting are you hitting homers? Where where are you hitting homers? Where are you hitting doubles? Where are you hitting triples? What area? And where in the strike zone are you doing this? Where are you doing your most damage? 
And a lot of times it's not just pitches that are middle-middle. There are some guys that do really well on balls away, and they just drive them. So it's a... It's essentially like a batter's box or something, and they have like heat zones. Yep. Yeah, it's a heat. Yep, just a giant heat map. And if it's red, that means it's really good. If it's blue, not so much. <laughs> if I want to learn more about these advanced stats, what should I be doing? Just going to YouTube and watching these things? You can do that. Fangraphs. Fangraphs is the best place to go for it. Why is Fangraphs the best place to go? It's It's got everything. It's got articles on every single thing you could possibly think of, even things that are way more advanced and way beyond the scope of my own knowledge. Well, you have a lot of knowledge, and that's why you're on the Colonel Zellier Podcast, Season 3, Episode 7. This is your 100th ever podcast? 200th ever podcast? Yeah, I actually do this I do this once a week. I, <laughs> I get calls from everybody. Jeremy's first ever podcast. You did great. Thanks for joining us on this Colonel Zellier Podcast, Season 3, Episode 7, with Cedar Rapids Colonel's video coordinator, Jeremy Miranda. Jeremy, thanks for the time. Absolutely. Thanks, Calvin. Season 3, Episode 8, coming to you soon. Colonel's baseball in the second half is coming to Veterans Memorial Stadium. Jeremy will not be there. He'll be next door watching the games in the annex. But if you do see him... Ask him for his autograph on his Colonel's baseball card. He's in the baseball card set. You can find him as video coordinator. And now you know exactly what he does. Kind of. Thanks for listening. We'll get you next time on the Colonel's All Ear Podcast, Season 3, Episode 7 right now. Choosing Miracle Ear was a great decision. Like when I decided to host family movie nights. Miracle Ear made it easy. I just booked an appointment and a certified hearing care professional evaluated my hearing loss and helped me find the right device calibrated to my unique hearing needs. Now I enjoy every moment, the quiet ones and the loud ones. Your local Miracle Ear team is proud to support your Cedar Rapids Colonels. Enjoy the game.